You're listening to the Women for Greatness podcast, episode 19, hosted by Serena Hess. In this episode, you get to meet my friend, Hillary Jane, aka HJ. She's a Christian pop and hip hop artist, and we get to dive in deep into what her experiences have been like on that journey. We learn how Twitter has changed her life twice. Hillary talks about what it was like going from record label to record label and hearing no's. It has been four long years since Hillary put out music and she just recently released a new single called Replay. Hillary is such an example of perseverance, of having faith, of remaining hopeful. Her story is inspiring and incredible, and I honestly think it could change your life. She is a true example of a woman of faith. So let's jump into her story. So Hillary, thank you for coming today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yes. So tell myself, I know who you are, but tell myself and my audience who you are, what you do, what you love. Who is Hillary Jane? <laughs> my name's Hillary Jane, and I... It's always funny because the question, like, what do you do and, like, mm-hmm. who you are is scary because it's almost like the first thing you say, it, like, defines you as a human being. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of these in no particular order. <laughs> Other than first, I'm a Christian. I'm a wife. I make Christian music. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I make Christian, like, pop and hip-hop music. I've been doing that for a few years. Mm-hmm. Love it. I also help my husband. We own a small business. We do, like, marketing for companies and mm-hmm. stuff. So that's fun. I help him with that, and we both work from home, Mm -hmm. so that's why I can be here today in the middle of the day. (laughs) Love it. I am... Who am I? (laughs) See, that's the scary thing. It's like, is that all who I am as a human being? (laughs) I am, like I said, I'm a Christian, so like a big part of my life is serving the local body and serving Christ by doing that, whether it be like being discipled, discipling others, sharing the gospel with people, just like serving my church. Like I'm part of an internship right now, so that's fun. Mm -hmm. I... What else? You're singing. Anything else? <laughs> Anything else? I love Netflix. I love anime. I love, like, random weird stuff that mm-hmm. most people don't love. <laughs> but I'm kind of normal, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. Not that you can't be normal if you like those things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's okay. You can keep that in there. So, yeah, this this is my personality. Like, I don't know. This is mm-hmm. me. Oh, it's yeah. Hillary in a nutshell. Yeah. So, can you tell us? I just think it's funny about how you met Roman, your husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's hilarious. Um, so we actually met on Twitter. So he owns a clothing line, clothing company. He's not he hasn't run it in a little while. He's about to start it back up again, which mm-hmm. I'm really excited about. Yay. Um, but at the time it was like really popular in the Christian hip hop community. Mm-hmm. And so I was I knew about the clothing company. It's called One, like O and Three. Um and so I was following one on Twitter. In the Twitter bio, <laughs> it like added him, which is at Go With The Ruffalo, that he's the owner. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I want to see who owns it. Mm-hmm. And then I go look, and the person's already following me. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. I was like, okay, so you follow me already. That's cool. And then I think I followed him. And then he sent me a direct message, and he was just like, finally, you follow me back. (laughs) Yeah, like, that was his opening line. You're like, who's this guy? I know. He's like, finally, you follow me back. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to not take that as creepy. (laughs) (laughs) And pretty much, we just started, like, talking just normal, like, how you would talk to somebody if you met them for the first time. Yeah. And so where did he live, and where did you live at the time? Oh, yeah. I lived in Houston, Texas. That's Mm -hmm. where I'm from. He lived here in Bakersfield, California. Yeah. So we're very far apart. (laughs) And it just kind of progressed, like, 
friendship-wise, and we knew a lot of the same people because his clothing company was big in Christian hip-hop, and then Mm -hmm. I was, like, an artist. So we knew a bunch of the same people. Mm -hmm. So I kind of checked around, like, is this dude weird? Like, like, asking your friend, phone a friend, like, (laughs) what's the deal with this Roman guy? Yeah. So (laughs) everybody's like, no, he's awesome. Like, he really loves God Mm -hmm. and all this stuff. He asked for my number. The first time I said no. (laughs) Because... I wanted to, like, set a standard. I'm like, I'm not going to give my number to any guy who asks me. <laughs> who does he think of? Yeah, so I was like, you know what? I'll let you be my Facebook friend. <laughs> and then we were on Facebook messaging. Oh and, you know, you can learn more about a person from Facebook. Mm-hmm. You can dive deeper. Yeah, see the exactly. old junior high photos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. So then I think it only took, like, maybe a week and a half. And then I, I kind of told him, like, okay, you can ask me for my number now. <laughs> You can have it now. Yeah. That's hilarious. So then, literally, like, I think we text the first day, and then we FaceTimed, mm-hmm. and after the first FaceTime, yeah. there wasn't a day that we didn't FaceTime for, how for long? five and a half months. Oh my gosh. So we never even met each other in person, but, like, his parents would be, because he lived with his parents, mm-hmm. so his parents would be passing by, and his mom and dad would be like, hi, like, <laughs> asking me hey. questions and stuff <laughs> like that. So, I kind of felt like when we met for the first time, like, we had a really good mm-hmm. friendship, mm-hmm. and then it just took off from there. Yeah. 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 Well, I love your guys' relationship, because it looks like you help each other, you inspire each other, you, you're you walking alongside each other and encouraging each other in the process. Yeah. And I think that's amazing, and I love how, like, his graphic design skills can help you with your music, yes. and it just, like, it's very complimenting. Yeah. But I just think the story is hilarious. It's great. I never thought... <laughs> To, I guess I didn't think about who, like, what occupation my future husband would have. Yeah. So I never specifically was like, I want to marry a creative mm-hmm. that we can work together. Yeah. God just kind of put it together, and I was like, this was a good plan. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. No, it's awesome. It's beautiful. Yeah. So let's backtrack a little bit. Pre-Roman, mm-hmm. who is Hillary? How did she get into all the music? Talk to me about that journey. Okay. So I grew up in Houston, so, like... I've always loved music. Music was a big part. It's a really big part of the culture in Houston. When I got saved, I was a teenager, and I remember thinking, music can make you... Okay, if you want to be angry or sad, Mm -hmm. there's a song for that. If you want to be lustful, there's a song for that. Like, there's a song for any mood you want to be in. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, you know what? I want to do that. Like, I want to make music that can put people in a happy mood, in a Mm -hmm. hopeful mood, that can point people to Christ and stuff like that. So... I was like, I have to do this. I mm-hmm. love it. But it's funny because I didn't, I didn't like my whole life. I did not want to be a singer or an artist. Yeah. It literally just happened. <laughs> and it was so weird. I didn't even sing growing up. I was so afraid of the stage and everything. And then I just got saved and I, it just became a passion like randomly. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be a zoologist and like work with primates. <laughs> I know it's yeah. so random. I want to work with monkeys. Like I love monkeys. <laughs> But then it worked out because I wouldn't want to go to college for that long. Yeah, yeah, it's a long time. Yeah, so then I was just like, I'm going to do this. My friend Archie, he wanted to be a rapper. And so he was like putting together a mixtape, like that's where everybody starts. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? I want to be on your song. And then he kind of laughed at me. And I was like, no, he didn't. I was like, no, (laughs) seriously. I was like, give me the beat and I'm going to try it out. If it's good, we do it. Mm -hmm. If it sucks, I'll never do it again. Mm He liked it, and he ended up putting me on, like, four of the songs. Yeah. So, 
he was just really good at like PR and all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. he would like book himself all over Houston. And Houston's big. Like you could drive three hours and still be in Houston. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So we were we didn't really leave Houston, but we would have a show every weekend. Mm-hmm. And since I was on four of the songs, you had to would, be there. Yeah, he would take me. The love for it grew. Eventually, I was like, okay, I just want to make my own stuff. Mm-hmm. And then randomly, I guess somebody from a record label was, like, watching me, mm-hmm. which is weird, because I thought nobody like, what? ever knew anything. <laughs> and then they were just like, hey, we want to sign you. And right like, right when I turned 18. Mm-hmm. So how I did they approach you? How did that happen? So I randomly put on Twitter something like, I'm not a part of a group anymore, because I ended up being in a group. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not a part of a group anymore. I think I'm going to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. And they tweeted back at me, you should talk to us before you do that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? What's what is happening? And then they really like <laughs> went to my DMs and they're like, hey, what's your email? And they sent me this email mm-hmm. just like formally inviting me to like have a conversation with them yeah. about being a part of the label. And I was like, that's crazy. And then it happened. So, so far Twitter has changed your life. Completely. Oh, that's funny. Twitter. I never put it together that the music kind of happened through Twitter too. Yeah. I'm Twitter's changed that. your life yeah. twice. Thank you, Twitter. That's Sponsor amazing. me, Twitter. <laughs> Thanks, Twitter. Hashtag ad. Yes. <laughs> so when you were little, you were afraid of the stage and you were afraid of stage fright? Oh, yeah. Like, so bad. Just You didn't like the spotlight? You didn't like the attention? I, I don't know what it was. I... I was afraid people were just going to think I sucked, pretty mm-hmm. much. I remember being in choir, and we had to do this, like, competition. This is the sixth grade. Mm-hmm. So you go into this room. You learn a song yeah. on your own. You go into a room, and there's this big white board. Three judges are behind it. They can't even see you. Oh, gosh. You can't see them? No. Nobody can see <laughs> each other. I start singing, like, three words, and my voice was like... <laughs> I was like, so... I just started crying and ran oh. out, and I was like, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. And so that, yeah, that's why it's so weird to me that just one day I was just like, I think I'm going to do this. Yeah. Well, yeah. And when you were saying you saw the power. Of yeah. Song yeah. That's what it really is. Influence yeah. people. Yeah. So, I think it's just like when the, the difference between wanting something because it's cool mm-hmm. and wanting something because it actually inspires you. Yeah. 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 So you saw that power and you just thought like, okay, I'm just going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I was just like, I think this is a cool tool. And I want to use it. I want to learn how to use it. Mm-hmm. So I just did. I yeah, don't know. yeah. No, that's awesome. Since that moment, you've you had a first album. Is that correct? Of your own music. From which moment? From the moment I'm going to be a singer. I had then, nothing. Okay. I had never made a song. Okay. So then you went with your friend Archie, and you were yeah. touring around Texas. Yeah. So I had only did. features. I never had my own song. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when did you start making your own music? So we started a group, so then we were kind of, there was three of us. Mm-hmm. After maybe like two years of that, then I was kind of like, because I was rapping mostly, I wasn't even singing. Mm-hmm. That's how I started, I forgot to mention that. I started rapping, and I was like, you know what guys, I think I want to be a singer. Mm-hmm. I want to just do the more girly thing, because when there's two older guys in the group, yeah, it's more masculine, it's mm-hmm. more, especially rapping too. Yeah, I still do it, so I love rapping, but... Singing pop music is just always going to be something that I like better. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I think I just want to write yeah. songs and yeah. do it on my own. What was your first song about? Oh, my God. <laughs> it was horrible. It was pretty much like telling a story. It was like this R&B song, and it was telling a story about this girl that is, like, doing all these bad things with guys because she, like, doesn't have worth in herself. Mm-hmm. And the song, it, w- it was like, 
somebody should have told her, somebody should have told her that she's beautiful, she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, obviously that's a true thing, yeah. but it was so corny. Yeah. It was so cheesy. Yeah. And I remember I made it, did never put it out. And when the label wanted to sign me, I showed it to them and they told me, don't put this out. <laughs> like, you'll ruin your career before it oh, starts. No. I was like, okay, I won't put it out. You're like, okay, thanks for the tip. Yeah. You found that and then what happened next? So then... I, so I get signed to the label, mm-hmm. but the way labels work, this is for any real kind of label, you have to wait your turn, mm-hmm. so it's very rare that artists, unless it's a gigantic machine of a yeah. label, are putting out music at the same time. Mm-hmm. So there was already two artists in line, and I was the third, yeah. so I still waited for like a year, After over a year, yeah. yeah, to put any music out. I put out one single. Um, it's called Not For Sale. You can find it somewhere online. <laughs> just look up Hillary Jane, Not For Sale. It's cool. But that wasn't a part of a project, so it was just like a single. Yeah. And then I put together a project. It came out in 2014. Mm-hmm. That was fun. And then I actually had a time in my life where that was like my career. Mm-hmm. So before I got married, I was touring for a few years. Like yeah. in a different city every week, sometimes multiple cities, doing mm-hmm. festivals, like performing was my income and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that was really fun. Yeah. But then I... It's just been a while since I put out music. So you can only tour on the same music for so long. Mm-hmm. So it is plans for the future, but I have to rebuild that back up. Yeah. What was that like for you when you were touring? Oh, it's fun. Well, I was alone a lot, mm-hmm. so that kind of took away some of the sparkle. Sometimes I would take a friend with me, depending yeah. on like how much I got paid for a show. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would be fun, more fun now because I'm married. Mm-hmm. So that would be cool. It was still fun because it's like how I grew up. I yeah. grew up super poor. So mm-hmm. I hadn't left Texas mm-hmm. for the majority of my life. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I'm going to New York. I'm going to Chicago. Like I'm going to these places. I was mm-hmm. loving it. Were you like starstruck or like amazed that this was happening to you? When yeah. You and that you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It was crazy. I was like, wait, is this real? People are, like, paying me to get on a plane and come sing somewhere. This is amazing. Yeah. How long did that go on for? Uh, like, two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then what happened next? So then... <laughs> long lived a life. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, long story short, the label... I just kind of, like, started going downhill. Mm-hmm. And I just needed to get out of my contract. And it takes a while to get through that. Yeah. So there was like a time, maybe two years of my life where like legally I could not put out music on my own Mm -hmm. while I was working through that. Mm -hmm. So there was a good chunk of time. And that's the time where I'm like, you know, getting married. So like things are happening in my life, just not for music. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I'm still living an amazing life. I don't have to yeah. be an artist to be like fulfilled you know mm-hmm. but it was like a trial sometimes I'd be sad not saying I wasn't like mm-hmm. sometimes I would be so sad and yeah like oh I had this perfect plan and it's not going the way I wanted it to mm-hmm. but I feel like I actually needed that time to grow you know what yeah. I mean yeah yeah it sounds like it was like a major like season of waiting you know? oh like, yeah what's next well I just it did it feel like you had accomplished one of your biggest things and it's like, okay, well, now what? Like, what's happening? Yeah. What would you say to someone feeling stuck in that right now after you having gone through it? I would say if it's gonna happen, like, obviously, be a good steward of your time. So, like, be working towards what you want to be successful and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But don't, if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. So, yeah. don't waste your time pouting and being sad and being angry at the world and don't let it turn you bitter or cold because 
if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Might as well face it head on and say, okay, what can I learn from this? Mm -hmm. How can I grow as a person from this? Yeah. And just treat it as a blessing more than a curse because you can really take any situation and use it for your, like, use it for your good. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So you decide that. You can be angry and sad for a time in your life, or you can be a little discontent. Maybe you're not going to be super happy. (laughs) But you can still learn and grow and say, I'm not going to waste my life just because I don't get what I want right Mm -hmm. now. How was your attitude during that time? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I would say so. The beginning of the year is just when it started getting good. Well, Mm -hmm. I guess we're towards the end of the year now, so it's August Mm -hmm. of this year. Yeah. And was that during a time span of four years? Is that right? Or during like a two and a half year time span. Mm -hmm. So for maybe like a solid two years, I was like, I wasn't angry. I was just sad all the time. Yeah. Especially because during that time I was actually in major labels offices, like Mm -hmm. talking with them and nobody was pulling the trigger. So they were like spending this money on me, bringing me out, putting Mm -hmm. me with writers, learning my story for like months at a time and not pulling the trigger and then yeah. I'd go to the next label and they and it, they they came to me with interest mm-hmm. so I'm like you say that you want to yeah. do this like yeah. let's sign and it just wasn't happening so mm-hmm. I think that was fueling the fire of like frustration. sadness frustration yeah did like thoughts like am I not good enough like what those kind of things circle through oh for sure yeah because the thing one thing that I did learn I knew it in my head, but I learned it like I actually believe it now, mm-hmm. is that you have to think, and I'll just use singing as an example, look up the hashtag singer. Mm-hmm. Like there are hundreds of thousands of people with talent in this world. Mm-hmm. And so if you're not going to be content until you're the best of the best, like you will never be content in your life. Yeah, You just have to believe in yourself and say, I may be the best. I may not be the best. I'm just going to work my hardest and try my hardest and be happy with how my life goes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like that would be a hard comparison game too. Oh yeah. It's like, oh, well, so-and-so got signed. So-and-so yeah. got there. It wasn't until I stopped doing that. Mm-hmm. And well, it was that coupled with, is this really the only thing that can make me happy in life? Mm-hmm. Like I just bought a house. I just got a husband. I'm, I love the Lord and I'm with his people all the time. Yeah. Like other things can make me happy too. Mm-hmm. So you went through the period of waiting, and then you got married. All these things were happening. And so then what happened after that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Today I was like, what did happen? (laughs) So I found an amazing producer that really is excited to work with me. So we're excited about each other. Started making music together, and I just put out my first single. Yay! <laughs> on the 27th. So that was really exciting. So like my first song in four years. Mm-hmm. And uh, just thinking, just singing. I'm just like, oh, so happy. <laughs> How do you feel? Like just... I feel almost like it kickstarted a new season. Because mm-hmm. it's only making me want to like go harder. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. okay, one song's out, but I can't just be happy and rest. Like, mm-hmm. gotta work. Yeah. Do you think this second, almost like a second comeback? Yeah. (laughs) Do you think it feels better now having gone through so much and just to be like, I can do this. I am doing this. Like, is it like just an extra win? (laughs) Oh yeah, it is. I think my mindset about it is different. Mm -hmm. So before, not fully, but a lot of it was just the lifestyle I loved Mm -hmm. of it. And this time around, I care more about, like, what it can accomplish 
past itself. Mm-hmm. So, like, before, being an artist was my end. Yeah. And now it's, like, a means to my end. Mm-hmm. So, like a, a tool yeah, that you can use. exactly. So what's, like, the theme of your song? So the song is called Replay. Mm-hmm. And the theme of it, so pretty much the hook just says, I put your truth on replay, I need it every day. uh, I put your truth on replay, replay, I need it every day. Oh, ain't worried about that he say, she say, put Mm -hmm. your truth on replay. Mm -hmm. So it's literally me talking about the thing that pulled me through the years of discontentment and Mm -hmm. like confusion and stuff, which for me was just... When you focus on self and you're just always self-loathing, like, oh, everybody has it and I don't. And, (laughs) like, your life's going to suck if you walk around with, like, a cloud over your head that you put there. Yeah. And so the point is I'm going to look at the truth about my life and, like, what is good? What does God say about me? What do I really find my worth in? What really brings me joy? And put that on replay. Yeah. When I want to believe these emotions and these things, I'm going to choose not to. Mm -hmm. Where were you when you thought of this song? (laughs) Was Um, it like a bathroom, like a shower moment or like you were on a run? Where does inspiration strike? I was just, I think I was thinking about the last few years. Yeah. And pretty much everything we just talked about, I was thinking about it for myself. Mm -hmm. So it just hit me and I realized what it, it's like I did it subliminally, but I hadn't realized, hey, do this and you'll be better, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I was realizing it for the first time, like, oh, put God's truth on replay. And I had my guitar, and I was just, like, sitting on my floor, back on the mattress, and I just started singing it and playing mm-hmm. it. So I was just writing it on my bedroom floor, and I yeah. pretty much wrote almost the whole song. In there. one Yeah, in, like, 15 sitting. minutes. I was just, like, Is that normal it. for you? Uh, sometimes, yes. <laughs> if I'm, like, super inspired. But that's for anybody. Mm-hmm. If you're feeling super inspired, you're just going to, like, crank something out. Yeah. 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 But awesome. not a lot. I mean, I'm not, like, a prodigy or anything. <laughs> pretty <laughs> I think, normal. I think you're pretty amazing. Thanks. How do you hope your song will impact others? Or how have you seen it impact others so far? Um, I hope it will impact others that are in the season that I was in Mm -hmm. and it will help them to figure out a way to get out of it but even more so to know it beforehand so it's always best to be prepared before you go into a season right yeah so like you're not just going to throw a soldier out into war you're going to prepare them before they're a soldier in war Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like you need to know this truth in this concept before it comes so mm-hmm. that when it comes, you can be like, oh, I need to put God's truth on replay. It's like you just know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. You're prepared. So I hope that people, you don't have to be like sad to, you know, to care. Listen, it could just, like yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it could just help you later in the life or mm-hmm. And what have people said to you since releasing it? Um, people... One, are happy that I'm coming back Mm -hmm. with music. So exciting. Yeah, I'm so excited. They also have just said, like, wow, this has really helped me put my thoughts together, Mm -hmm. which is what it did for me. Helped me just kind of, like, put my thoughts together. Or it's, like, teaching me something or something. Yeah. And then how does it feel to, like, get their feedback? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, It's cool. (laughs) It kind of is scary a little bit because... You're like, can I do it again? 
<laughs> you set the bar too high. Yeah, something I'm like, okay, I gotta do it again. I don't know. There'll always be like this inner competition with yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's a little scary, but then it's also kind of like on like an honor in a way. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be on a massive scale to help somebody. Yeah. So it's kind of humbling in a way. It's like my little song, mm-hmm. like it helped you. Out of all of these. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. that's humbling. That's awesome. So. How has God changed your life? <laughs> in general, in this time about it in general. Mm-hmm. In general. Um, how did you just swoop in and change your life? God has really changed my life by me. So we just moved churches in December. Mm-hmm. And the church I went to before is great. I'm not saying anything against him. I just think everybody needs to find where they're really going to flourish and grow and mm-hmm. fit and build a community, you know? Being a part of a super healthy church where I have real community, mm-hmm. where people actually know my life, and I have and they have the capability to tell one another, like, if they are if they need to check themselves mm-hmm. or to encourage each other, people... Just being a part of a healthy church, because I think that's just the way God made it to be for Christians. Mm-hmm. You can't be an isolated Christian and grow. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I've grown a lot in the last, since December, what, seven months um, just because of getting really involved with God's people yeah, and learning a lot. So I think my new church is a way that he's really helped me to grow. Mm-hmm. Obviously, getting married uh, helped me to grow a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, that was cool. It's only been two years, so it's, like, still new, I guess. I like how you're, like, only. But two years is a while. <laughs> I know. It depends on how you look at it. In yeah. one way, it's, like, it's been, like, a month, if you think about it. But then in some ways... You look and you're like, dang, it feels like we've been together forever. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because how long have you guys been together? We've been married for three years, but like together for five. So, it's so like, you guys probably, so it's, like it's been a while. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my gosh, life before you? Yeah. <laughs> like, what was that like? Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Especially like us getting married young, not mm-hmm. to say anything for people who haven't been married yet, but it's, it's almost like you're growing up with this person. Yeah. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two more? Okay. What would you tell the girl who's listening who wants to be a singer or wants to create that thing or wants to do whatever? Let's just do singing specifically. Okay. Because you're a singer. What would you tell her if she wants to do this thing and create it but is just too afraid of making the YouTube video or putting it out there or stepping out into the world and saying, hey, this is what I do? What would you say? I would say... Six months from now, if you didn't do it six months ago, you're going to be very frustrated with yourself. Because whether or not you hit it big in six months or you had small momentum, it's something. Mm -hmm. So you may not be very bold now or feel super inspired or not inspired because you probably are inspired. You're just scared. Yeah. So you may not be fearless right now. But one day, whenever you've gotten over that, you're going to be like, dang it, I should have started sooner. Mm-hmm. So I would just say, don't waste your time. Don't wait for everything to be perfect because you'll kill yourself. Like if, if you're that kind of person, like where everything <laughs> has to be so perfect. Yeah. I, if I want to start YouTube, I have to have the best camera, the best setup, the best lighting. Mm-hmm. Like obviously do a good job. Yeah. But start, just realize where you are and say, okay, I'm... I'm going to start small, but at least I'm going to start. Mm-hmm. So think of your later in life self 
think of yourself a year from now and make her happy. Yes, <laughs> yes I love that. That's awesome. I'm yeah. sure that'll help a lot. Yeah. And then our last one, where can everybody find you if they want to listen to your music, listen to your new song, follow you on Instagram? Where is Where are you at? Yes. Where are your places? I am everywhere. Oh. Um, <laughs> I am everywhere. No, I'm wow. just kidding. <laughs> I'm with you right now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so pretty much all of my handles are at it's Hillary Jane. So even for YouTube, it's 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 Hillary Jane. So there's an it's <laughs> on it. It's confusing when you say it like that. So at it's Hillary Jane for pretty much Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube is It's Hillary Jane, or you could just type in Hillary Jane. Mm-hmm. And then uh, for music, for any, it, I'm on all the platforms, so like Spotify, iTunes, mm-hmm. Google Play, just put in Hillary Jane. And it's one word, two L's. And then what's one thing, if our listeners just love you and they want to like do you a favor, what's yes. something that you need them to do for you? This is an amazing question. Okay, I would love it if you would. So if you have Spotify, there's a way that you can like click on the song and share it directly into your Instagram story. Mm -hmm. So that like if you've ever been scrolling through a story, somebody shares a song and there's a little thing on the top. It says listen in Spotify. Yeah. Or just pretty much if you're going to share my music, put a link on it. Make it easy for people to do it. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times people will just, like, screenshot, oh, I'm listening to this person. Yeah. But it's not prompting anyone to, like, make a move. Mm-hmm. So I would just say marketing tip, because I'm in marketing. <laughs> Add a link to everything. Make it clickable. Yes, make it That's clickable. Awesome. Yay, I'm excited. Hey guys, I hope you liked that episode. It has been such a fun experience and journey hearing all of the stories of these amazing women. Hillary's story is one of my favorites so far and just learning about her perseverance gives me hope. I know you are chasing after your dreams, pursuing that thing that scares you and just what Hillary said, you are going to wish you had started in a year. Make your future self happy. If you liked this episode at all, please give me a virtual hug by leaving me a review. It honestly means the entire world to me because it helps other people find the show. And I know you're probably tired of me saying it, but it helps so much. Virtual hugs, please. So if you're feeling nice, if you're feeling generous, could you please take 30 seconds to write a review? It would mean so much. So until next time, guys, remember you are powerful, you are capable, and you can do hard things. Bye guys.